My ex cheated and left me at the altar two years ago. He wants to talk, but maybe I don't. Am I the a-hole? Yes, you're the a-hole for him cheating. Because maybe you should have just done better. And he wouldn't have cheated. My 28 female ex-fiance, Derek. Fuck you, Derek. Yeah. 32 male. Disappeared the morning of our wedding two years ago. Evading all attempts to reach him. Wow. From myself and his family. Because he's dead. <laughs> Ooh, that would be a uh, tough plot twist. Yeah. It was devastating. Absolutely soul crushing. The event turned into a party to distract from the pain of the unknown. Afterwards, I returned to our apartment and slept on the bathroom floor in my wedding dress. Oh, that is the most tragic scene ever. Yeah. A woman crying on a bathroom floor in her wedding dress alone. And falling asleep because she's just there for so long. That's so sad. I, I am sorry, That's Opie. That so was sad. tough. It was quite the ugly sight, to be honest. His mother ended up coming to the apartment when she informed me tearfully that Derek had run off with an ex of his. Wow. So not only did he leave her at the altar, he left her for somebody else. Derek really just like, had. I mean, that ex just snuck in. He was like, hey, let me save you the trouble of this whole someone having an objection and then being yeah, like, yeah. you're let right, just get you let's beforehand. cut this off. Like, Low key, the riz you got to have to riz up someone moments before they get married, hats off to you. They had apparently reconnected a week prior to the wedding and he just couldn't go through with Whoa, it. Whoa, a week. Come on, that's some riz. Come on, make a man. Riz, just, like there has to be a better word to describe. That's nah, like riz. <laughs> Opting instead to rekindle his relationship with his ex. His family was horrified. I didn't hear from him until three months after he left. He called me, apologized, and then revealed that his ex had been hiding his child from him that he just found out about. Whoa. <sighs> Dude, that's complicated. That's complicated. But you shouldn't run off with her. I could see him being like, I just found out I have a child and I'm confused. I'm so sorry, but like, let's just like, I need some time. Not running off on the day of the wedding when she's like in her gown and like makeup and everyone's there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying it's necessarily even wrong for him to like find out about the kid and question everything. Yeah, no, but no, it is wrong to run off at a wedding. That's pretty much all that was said. I didn't say much. Actually, I only said hello. The whole situation left me numb. I just didn't care anymore. Thankfully, though, my friends were and continue to be there for me. Through all of this muck, they encouraged me to seek therapy and work on healing. Those are good friends. Which, I'll be honest, was terribly difficult, but after a year, I felt myself again. Which brings me to today. After this whole debacle and subsequent self-improvement slash rebuilding, I moved to the UK. I'm originally from Australia. Ooh, we love an Australian baddie. Yo, I heard you're single. Last night, I got a message request on Instagram. It was Derek. Fuck you, Derek. Fuck you, Derek. Hey, white hand wave emoji. I've heard you moved to Wales. That's so cool. I'm traveling to Cardiff towards the end of July. I'm deeply sorry about everything, and I want to discuss what happened leading up to the wedding. I hope I'm not overwhelming you. Let me know if you like to talk over lunch. Bro. The fucking gall. Are you kidding me? I mean... Yeah, like it is a nice text if he didn't leave her at the fucking altar. Exactly. Dude, I'm so sorry I missed it. Like would have loved to been there, but you know, like the kid and everything. And I just started thinking. Yeah, you know, like, you, know how, you know how I get when I think. Yup. 
I do things like leave you at the altar. Firstly, no idea who told him about my move. Secondly, I don't know if I crave closure from him, but I also don't want to decide to decline to only later regret my decision. So I turn to you strangers of the internet, aka you boys. What should I think about before reaching a decision? Would it be wise to decline or should I honor him and listen to his reasons? There is a juicy update. Oh, no, there is. Yeah, there's a yeah, pretty, there's pretty chunky juice. update. Oh, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. You have thoughts? I have thoughts. I want to know what everyone else's thoughts. Put your answers in the comments below. But my first thought is, fuck no, you don't owe this cocksucking, suck-throbbing, ant dick guy anything. Nope. Nothing. Zero. Nada. Literally, he left you at the altar. You're, the ball is in your court. You, If you need closure... Go for it, girl. If you want to heal and this will open up a wound that is is scabbing over and 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 scarring, getting that scar tissue in there and like healing up, then do that. I think whatever OP feels she needs to heal, she should do. I don't really think this guy deserves any consideration. I get the message was, you know, it could be good in, in many other scenarios. But if you're like, oh, hey, I'm traveling through. Heard you went here. Hope it was great. Like, yeah, I would I would put a fucking a couple of sorries in there. Yeah, I would lead with like, uh, you know, this is what I would lead with. Hey, I know you probably don't want to talk to me right now. And if that's true, just ignore this text. But I know you're going to be here. I'm also going to be here if you want to talk, I would love to see him. That makes it feel like he's like not serious. Yeah, it also makes it feel it. like he's not acknowledging the shitty thing that he did. Yes, 100%. Um, but let's see what happens. Wow, this garnered far more attention than I anticipated, so bear with me as I try to navigate this advice. Although the general consensus is quite clear, I have learned that an old mutual friend of ours revealed where I moved, and evidently he's been stressing that he needs to tell me something. He's pregnant. He's pregnant. For the time being, I've decided to simply ignore his message and work through any emerging feelings with my therapist. And the final update. Hello, everyone. I did update in my original post. Bless you. So as I previously mentioned, I decided to not respond to his message. A day after, however, I received another message from him. He apologized for how disingenuous his original message was. Thank you. Finally, this dude has done one thing right. And he explained to me why he reached out to me. Essentially, he wanted to discuss that week, that final week before our wedding and the events leading up to him dipping out. Now, I will refrain from the entirety delving into my ex's and I's past, but my ex-fiance was diagnosed with PTSD and avoided attributions from past experiences. His diagnosis did provide quite a bit of clarity looking back at our relationship and his past behavior, so I truly feel for him in his journey of self-healing. That is pretty pretty damn empathetic of OP, if I yeah. say so myself. You don't myself. have to be empathetic just because yeah. he has a diagnosis. Yeah. However, despite his struggles, I still told him that I couldn't forgive him for his callous act of leaving me in a perpetual state of limbo for three months, unsure of why he abandoned me. He said he understood. Now, and some of you will be quite mad at me, but I ultimately agreed to meet him for lunch, and I don't regret it. Interesting. Why don't you regret it, OP? He is not with his ex. Actually, she passed away six months after he left me at the altar. What? My God. Which is part of the reason why she reached out to him in the first place. Since then, he has been working on himself through therapy and navigating single fatherhood. And yes, the child is his. Wait, 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 wait. 
So this ex contacted him and say, hey, I have six months to live and you have a kid. Yep. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Be still an asshole for not telling OP about what's going on. But if he did tell OP that I have to leave you, I would understand that. You just explain it. Just That's explain it. it. That's, you know. Communicate. Man, this is a roller coaster. The lunch wasn't too long, but it was all around cathartic on both sides. At the end of the lunch, he handed over an envelope which contained all the money we spent preparing for the wedding. It's a good gesture, yeah. Honestly, I was dumbfounded. It wasn't a gesture I was expecting on his behalf, and I think he was taken aback when I returned the ring he gave me. It's funny, I held on to the ring just in case I needed to sell it if my finances continued to be unstable, but I never had to. Ironic that in the end, I did receive the money whilst seemingly trading that ring. He looks better, and not to toot my own horn, but I feel I do as well. Now that chapter has concluded and I no longer feel rage or remorse, I feel free. I feared that I might have still harbored feelings for him, but I have since found that I loved him for the man he was in that moment when we were together. And though we're now apart, I'm okay with looking back and acknowledging the love I had for him. I've closed that chapter now with him, with the woman I was with him. Thank you all so much. Any advice on how I should spend this money I now have? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Haha. <laughs> Invest it. In a brand new wedding. Yeah. But I mean, it sounds like it was super cathartic for her. Yeah, That's actually I'm, really nice. I'm I, very glad. I'm I'm surprised this meetup went so well when it easily could have gone south. I was expecting it to go terribly. Classy move and if, for, for him to return the money. Still such a ditching someone on the wedding, though. It's just yeah, such... no explanation. You know, I yeah. think he actually could have ditched the wedding, but you need some... In some context. Knowing what we do now, what should he have done? What are the what steps? What should he have done? I mean, let's say in this hypothetical, there's no, I mean, if, there, if there's no way or he is 100% going to leave her for his ex with the his child. dying ex with his child. You sit her down as quickly as possible and you explain the whole scenario. The ex reached back out. He has a kid with her and she's going to pass away in six months. Talk about it immediately. Yeah. Like as soon as possible. Okay. Now you're, now you're the wife. All right. Yeah. I say, babe, I just found out from my ex-girlfriend that she's going to die in six months and she is taking care of my child. Yeah. Babe, <laughs> six months, she'll be dead. Pause the wedding for six months. Let me date her for a while. Adopt this kid and <gasps> oh everything. Oh, my God. Then let's re-up on the wedding. See, that's where I'm like, I, I still, you split. And then all of a sudden she has a kid and now you want to go, I, I get you. It's not the kid. It's the six months. Like, it's like, it's like, it's like, you know how like, you know how when 
you're in like high school or college or like you're about to move, you know, and you're like, hey, this relationship's going to end in three months. Like, let's just have fun. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's like that. Oh, my God. It's like God. that, but permanent, permanent version of that. This guy. <laughs> Like, what do you actually say to that if you are the wife? Like, truly. Uh, hall pass. Go ahead. Go crazy for six months. Go crazy for six months. She's going to die. It's his kid. I still don't get it. You could be a father to the kid. Why would he want to? I don't know why he would want to do She's that. She's going to die. Guys, I'm not going to win here today. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I probably wouldn't be down. If my girlfriend said, hey, my ex is going to die. Can I bone him for the next six months before we get married? I'd probably say no. And our, like, secret love child. Yeah, yeah. Secret love child, I'm good with the adoption. The boning six months before the wedding, I'm not. Not the best. Yeah. Not the best. Well, what would you do? Put your answers in the comments below, and let's get into this next story. I cheated with a coworker, and now we're planning on running away together, or at least I am. Am I the a-hole? Damn, you know, we've been working so hard. And so long. I work at international live events that take weeks to pull off. I typically coordinate them and work with my team to install and operate. I'm close with my coworkers, but we live across the world and fly into every event. I've met most of my coworkers in person, but this event we had someone new working sound, Clint. I'd seen him in Zoom calls, but we hadn't interfaced directly interface oh god this event was a big one for the company big headliner and big partners with a lot of money being tossed around i arrived at the install got caught up to speed met clint and got to work one by one my co-workers were sent off to other events clint and i were left to finish everything up oh god but bad weather and huge letdowns by one of our vendors had us in hot water like a hot tub. We started working 15 to 20 hour days to get everything done on time. After our long haul days, Clint and I would hang out and blaze legally. We had a lot in common and we were vibing in a way that neither of us felt before. We were both married unhappily. His wife had a bunch of medical problems and was really good at spending money and never leaving school. Yeah, she's trying to get an education and is spending all this money on her hospital bills. Oh my God. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Jesus. My husband had turned into an angry person, had built up a pile of debt, and was not putting anything into the relationship. It started out platonic, but things got extremely stressful, and our sexual tension was started building up. Oh, God. The lack of sleep, stress, and my lower tolerance for cannabis left me questioning everything about my life. We both felt like the other person was an extension of ourselves. We were kindred spirits. Slowly, Clint started making moves, and suddenly, dinners were turning into dates, and we were hanging out in each other's hotel rooms. We crossed many, many lines. But right as we crossed the final line, my brain kicked back in, and we decided to take care of our lives before going further. So I guess it was like... Kisses, blowjobs, no sex. But by the time you're there, you're like, she's already... John, don't you know it's not cheating if your genitals aren't touching? Wow. How how could I have missed that? I'm kidding, of course. Or is he? Over the last few days of the event, Clint and I continued to be close. We made plans to leave our spouses, sell our houses, and travel together. We created a bucket list of places to go, things to do and see together. We even talked about eventually building a little cabin. Clint had planned on getting a tattoo dedicated to me when he returned home. It would be sweet. Talking about getting a tattoo literally means nothing. Hey, babe. I'm John, I'm going to get a tattoo of your face in my ball sack. Whoa. 
that means nothing until I get the ball sack tattoo. At the end of the event, we went our separate ways and kept in touch virtually. Lots of sexting and unprofessionalism all around. We had agreed we wouldn't tell our partners about the affair as they each have mental health issues, but we planned to divorce and move on with our lives. After a few days at home, I talked with my husband and asked for a divorce. I told him I wanted to move away and start my life over. Clint talked to his wife, but things were messier. She was volatile, and her family made it difficult for Clint to outright leave her. Eventually, I noticed Clint was becoming distant. Still sexual, but not emotionally available. He sent me pictures of his new tattoos, which were nothing like what he said he was planning to me. Alarm bells were going off in my head, but I kept plodding along, planning mine in our escape. Clint went off to a series of anniversary-related dates with his wife, which is never what you want from your side piece. Yeah. That sounds like commitments and we hate that and he kept leaving me on red i asked him what was going on a number of times and finally after weeks of mixed signals clint told me he was having doubts we video chatted during work and he told me he owed it to his wife to try and make things worse to be fair op described her husband as like not putting anything in the relationship and being angry the uh, clint described his wife as being like sick and learning <laughs> 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 literally like I, I feel like op tried to spin it the worst way she could like she's always just spending all his money and it's like on her medical bills she has all these medical needs and it's like bro he's probably paying for her her, her medical ailments and she's just going to school <laughs> like, yeah she's like trying to provide what now I'm left up trying to pick up the pieces of my life. Most of my friends are my coworkers, so I have no one to talk about my heartbreak. I don't have the money to fix my problems at home or to leave and live alone in another country. There's no going back with my husband as I know it would be wrong and I'm no longer interested in carrying the relationship. I'll see Clint again in a few weeks at another event where we'll likely be left alone for hours at a time. But he plans to stay faithful to his wife and we never even got to have the mind-blowing sex we talked about. TLDR, I fooled around with a coworker while traveling for work, got love-bombed, made plans to move to another country together, told my husband I wanted a divorce, and got left with nothing but bad karma. And that is why you don't cheat on your wife yep. or your husband. You can't do it. She also was going to leave her husband anyways. Uh, it sounds like she wasn't happy in the marriage. Like he wasn't putting anything into the marriage. And so she decided to put out outside of the marriage. Yeah. It sounded like the consolation prize is that she did get out of this unhappy yeah. marriage. Consolation prize? Divorce. 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 The divorce chance actually worked this yeah, time. Yeah. Hey, the divorce chance sometimes are the best thing. That's true. Well, the only present you need. Love bombing. What does that mean to you? Yeah, yeah. Can you throw it in the comments? Because I think I may be a love bomber. <laughs> Uh-oh. Dropping big loads. I might drop big loads of love on people. You know what I think? And I'll be very curious to hear everyone's opinion, but like it's when it's used more nefariously. Maybe like this guy, he was like, oh, all hot and heavy. Oh, let's do all these things. Da -da -da. Let's leave our partners. Like, And then he's like, nah, it yeah. changed my mind. You know what I mean? So it's like, basically the love without the follow-up yeah throw your answers in the comments i want to hear what you guys think we shall see but you know what else i want to do tell me this story yes this podcast is rated five stars well it's your own damn fault you got two thumbs and a brain don't you what do you think stars grow on trees they don't so go to okop's profile page on spotify click about that rate five stars or wherever you get your podcasts